Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Wednesday to those out there in the Ticketverse. Rashawn got it confusing me. He said tomorrow's Friday. I said, what What day is it? I wish it was. Yeah, he's just trying to get through the weekend as quick as he can. We had a couple four-day work weeks the last couple weeks, so maybe that's kind of what's uh, what makes him think that. This but. full week has thrown me off. <laughs> right. It really does that part that, like, um, just between christmas and new year's it's like what day is it? it's like ah, it doesn't really matter we're gonna have some days off soon <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that always kind of throws me off uh, but uh we, we're here it is wednesday uh and uh we're ready to roll uh i did uh, i've got to, a few things to get to as we get off the top because i wanted to, to let you know the news i suppose the news of the day um with the nfl playoffs coming around the corner uh tua tagalavoa not going to be starting for the dolphins which means skylar thompson uh going to start against the bills obviously not great um, for Miami fans, well, I don't think it was great either way. Even it wasn't look, great, even but. if Tua was was starting and playing in this game, I don't give the Miami Dolphins a snowball's chance in heck. <laughs> Why is that? To beat the Bills, Tua? right? Yeah, no, they're riding a high. The Bills are riding yeah. a high right now. Uh, with uh, the good news about Demar Hamlin, yeah. uh, they're feeling good about themselves before they were an amazing team. So this is just you know adding on top of that. Oh yeah, but and also the way. Dolphins are just they're. They've been struggling. The They've last been few falling weeks. down. Quite I mean, a bit, to yeah. get into the playoffs, they won a game eleven to six. Like, <laughs> <That's> no, <right. laughs> against the lowly Jets and Joe Flacco. Yes, uh, it's crazy the people that start start games late in the season. Like Joe Flacco's still in the league. Yeah, is Joe Flacco elite? He was when they gave him that contract, <laughs> and now he's Joe Flacco. How about the another one that kind of surprised me? Um, going into this year, what would be the betting odds for a Brock Purdy Geno Smith matchup in the playoffs? Zero. That wouldn't that, be very high. No, there's no betting odds. There, there's <laughs> not. Who even would have thought that Geno Smith would remain the starter for Seattle through yeah. the entire season and have a fantastic season? All you know, on top of that, not only is he the starter, he's doing really well, and he led them to the playoffs. If you would have told me the Seahawks, and and you know. At the beginning of the season, the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs with Geno Smith without Russell Wilson. I would have said no. Yeah. I was one of those people that was like, look, I like Geno. There's no way that the Seahawks don't have the first overall pick this season. Yeah, and in that trade, too, it's like the Seahawks, you know, they got Noah Fant and stuff. So it's like there was something there, but there was no way they were going to win that trade. And thus far, they've They've won won the trade. More more than won the trade. (laughs) They won the trade because I think they got Denver's first round pick. Yeah, it was and, like an obvious, like, here, yeah. you're getting the be- better part of this deal. You so they make the stuff. playoffs, and I think they have a top 10 pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Seahawks are, are, are doing well. That's why I think they're kind of playing on with house money as they go against the 49ers this weekend. NFL playoffs, always fun uh, to get going. Uh, 7754, by the way, uh, uh, chimes in. They should bring Fitzpatrick out of retirement. Yeah, where's, where's like, Fitzpatrick or Matt Moore? Chad Fitzpatrick? Chad around there for a long time. Oh, uh, yeah, Fitzpatrick retired. He got hurt, and then he, and he retired. So. Yeah. Chad Henney is with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, Yeah. we talked about this. But he was with the Dolphins for a while. So when I think of backup Dolphins quarterbacks, first and foremost, I think of Matt Moore. That guy was just awesome for years. Mike Riley guy. 
Was he? Yeah. Interesting. Remember I think of Fitzpatrick. <laughs> but I think of Fitzpatrick <laughs> yeah. as a backup for a lot of places. Right. So. Yeah. So that's not, yeah. But that, a journeyman. That would work. Uh, great journeyman at that. Um, maybe known, known better than uh, Josh McCown. Josh McCown also. Mm, Josh McCown. Played for everybody. Um, so the Seahawks have the fifth pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good deal. So uh, no big deal. <laughs> Um, also, uh, there's uh, news in Husker land, not necessarily news, but um, a miss out. Uh, we've, Nebraska's been out uh, looking up for some offensive linemen. Of course, uh, yesterday, if you saw it, Micah uh, Mazuka transferred to Florida, the Baylor offensive lineman. Um, kind of a younger guy, looked to be maybe a guard in the future. Big guy, would have helped. Now we just kind of wait and hope and pray for Walter Rouse, the Stanford transfer, uh, to make his decision. And it's supposed to be today or tomorrow is supposed to be you know he kind said of in, in the in coming the, days in the coming days didn't give a specific date or time right so uh that's uh that and that'll be a big one for nebraska mm-hmm. if they can get him i think you start him at tackle right away and that will certainly help the heisman odds of uh one of your players here this is kind of this is kind of crazy that I, tells I, me it's on the offensive side i gave you a little hint uh, 2023 Heisman odds are out, according to BetSided, and I went down the list. It's not, I mean, if, if, maybe it's a top 20. I don't even know mm-hmm. what it is. But all the way down at the list, tied with Marvin Harrison Jr. for Heisman odds, is a current Nebraska Husker. Rico, I'm going to give you five opportunities to guess who that may be. Okay, so this, and on the text line, you can guess too. But Casey Thompson it's seems a lot very easy. So Casey I don't Thompson think it's Casey seems Thompson. too easy. Yeah, it so is I don't think not it's Casey, Casey Thompson. Thompson. Uh, you said it would help the odds. Tied with Marvin Harrison Jr., so it's got to be a running back or a receiver. I'm going to go with – oh, that's a hard one. Anthony Grant. <laughs> Anthony Grant is not the Oh, pick. okay. Kelsey okay. also not guessing Anthony, Anthony Grant. Anthony Grant. Okay. So it's wide receiver because there's no other running back that – I mean, A.J. Allen's the backup. I mean, he, he was good for four games, but there's no way he'd be up there with Heisman odds. Um Mark, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Washington. That's not Marcus Washington. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Aaron kind of guessed uh, A.J. Allen as well. Is it Sims? It's Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims, according to BetSide, has equal uh, odds, or actually I think even a little bit better odds than Marvin Harrison Jr. That would mean that he's the starter. That would mean he's the starter. The, at Does least- Vegas know something we don't know? <laughs> Well, maybe Vegas just feels like a well, new coach, got a new transfer. Something that we've kind of been hinting at. but Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Um, obviously, with Casey Thompson going to have to sit out uh, spring ball, um, Jeff Sims was targeted by this staff. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, this is this is the benefit of having a name. It's a name out of the portal. Now, I'll, I'll run down the list as in totality because that part's kind of interesting, and we'll get to that too. But um, the list is interesting. There's a lot of guys that are kind of co-starters on here. I forgot about Jeff Sims. <laughs> you forgot. I, I, I totally forgot that they brought in Jeff Sims. That's <laughs> R- a problem. Richie Rich uh, guessed it. Jeff Sims. He said, I didn't even look that one up. Good well, job, congratulations. Richie Rich. Uh, this is the 2023 Heisman Trophy odds again by bedsided. Caleb Williams, of course, your favorite, plus 400. Uh, Drake May, plus 1,000, second at North Carolina. They really dropped off at the end of last year, but he's a fantastic freshman. How about this? Michael Penix Jr. tied for third. Uh, of course, it's a flat, kind of dead in the water hey, in Indiana he, a couple years I'm ago. I'm pretty sure he led the nation in passing yards. Yeah. So that's not a surprise. It's not surprising. but For him is, to be up there preseason. Yeah. But, you know. The one-time uh, preseason Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> he Michael is tied Pikes. with his, his odds, plus 1,200, with uh, Jordan Travis, who's uh, – I mean, Florida State's getting a lot of love preseason for next year because of Jordan Travis. 
I don't know if I'm quite bought in on one year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, he's tied with, my, like I said, Michael Penix Jr., Jordan Travis tied with Bo Nix for Heisman odds. My guy. Rounding out the top five. Yeah, your guy. Bo Nix is going to be, mark my words, save this right now. Bo Nix will be in New York <laughs> for the Heisman ceremony. Not saying he's going to win it, but he'll be in New York. Yeah, I could see it. Oregon, Oregon getting rolling. Bo Nix is a good player. Uh, Sam Hartman at Notre Dame plus eighteen hundred. Of course, uh, comes in there. And then here's your first backup or or guy that hasn't started. Drew Alar from Penn State plus two thousand. Apparently, a lot of hype uh, for Drew Alar. Jaden Daniels at LSU tied with that as well as Joe Milton, uh, who seems like he played at Michigan in twenty sixteen. I don't Joe know Milton how long is ago it was. Still playing college football. Okay, he is. got it. Cool. He, I, I would have figured his time would have ran up too, but. Uh, he's going to take like over for Hendon Hooker over there at Tennessee. Yeah, he's got to be that old. Yeah. Um, of course, the in, the Ohio State quarterback, whoever takes over, will be up in the race. So Kyle McCord um, gets the plus 2,000 odds as well. Uh, and then we go to 2,500. The plus 2,500 is the new Clemson quarterback, Cade Klubnick. Okay. Quinn Ewers also tied at that spot. And then we get to the plus 3,000s, J.J. McCarthy. Uh, is right there with Blake Corm, his teammate, of course, at Michigan. Brock Vandegrift might be the name to look out for at Georgia. Um, another name that look out for at Georgia, Carson Beck. So Brock Vandegrift is plus 3,000. 3, Carson Beck, the other guy who's going to be battling out for that job, plus 4,000. They were just Georgia. like, ah, whoever plays quarterback. Right, <laughs> which is fair. I think the quarterback at Georgia, who's going for the three-peat next year, yep. is going to have a pretty good chance at the Heisman. Then you have Ty Simpson, who's uh, set to take over at Alabama. Dylan Gabriel, these are, these are all plus 4,000. Dylan Gabriel, of course, at Oakland. Oklahoma, Nick Singleton, the, the stud uh, running back at Penn State, and Jeff Sims, the quarterback who might not even start at Nebraska. Makes and then perfect again, sense plus to me. 5,000 Marvin Harrison Jr., who is more proven and better than just about everybody on the list. 100%, but he's a wide receiver. But he's a wide so. receiver. So now, if he started returning kicks and punts, then we, yeah. we could have a real discussion about it. Yeah. But he's just a wide receiver. I don't know. I mean, um, we had a. Uh, now I'm spacing Devontae on his name. Smith Devontae won. Smith won yeah. the Heisman, but again, he was returning kicks and punts for Alabama and was just the best receiver in college football. But I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver in college football, in my eyes at least. Yeah. Um, How about Brock Bowers? Where's the tight end love? I want to make a bet on no, Brock. No Brock Bowers. Because no. he's not going to return kicks and punts, and that's, he's, <laughs> he's just going to be a tight end. Yeah. So I don't think a tight end will really ever win the Heisman or, so, or come close to winning the Heisman, unfortunately for all of you tight end lovers out there. <laughs> so, uh, no, it uh, – the list makes sense until you get, you know, lower into those those numbers. But, I, you know, they just pick a names and throw them out there. And you would think if Nebraska is to have a successful season, your quarterback is going to have to have a successful season as well. And if Nebraska has a quarterback that's putting up numbers, you would think he'd get a little bit of Heisman love at some point. I mean, Adrian Martinez was getting Heisman love his second season preseason yeah. uh, after his, his record-wise not great, statistically really, really good freshman season. So... It's not a surprise. The only surprise is, is he going to start over Casey Thompson? And he'll have a leg up with Casey having to sit out all of the uh, winter and, and a large portion of the spring, maybe all of the spring, and not get back to the summer with his with his shoulder surgery. So he'll have a leg up on Casey. Again, the coaches brought him in. The new coaching staff brought him in. He was a guy that they sought out uh, and, and were able to bring into Nebraska. So that's another leg up. So Casey has... A little bit of an uphill battle to to fight to remain the starter uh, for uh, for the Huskers, which is interesting too, because Casey, 
I, I again, I, I say this enough because Trey Palmer gets a lot of love for what he's able to do, but somebody had to throw that ball in. And by the way, when he wasn't uh, finding, uh, you know, Trey Palmer deep, he was getting shellacked. Uh, and and we're just one of the tougher quarterback seasons we've seen. Uh, maybe it's it's somewhat detrimental. I mean, I, obviously he's played for two of the power programs in the nation now and had losing records at both of them at Texas and Nebraska. Um, so maybe that's kind of hurting him there. But, um, you know, I, I saw the Jeff Sims move. I love it. I, I think it's great to, to bring in competition. I think it's great, obviously, with Nebraska. Um, we saw this last year. If you don't have a number two, you could be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, th- that looks good. It, it would just be really weird in my mind uh, to see Casey Thompson not starting. He's a proven Power 5 starter uh, and and a pretty good one. Well, I mean, it's just like his time at Texas where him and Hudson Card were, were splitting reps. Yeah. So it's it, this isn't anything that he's not used to. It's not like he'll you know be coming off the bench for the first time in his career. He's, he's done it before, and he's been really good at it, uh, coming off the bench or being the starter. So he's used to the competition. We'll see what happens. Jeff Sims, you know, I, I, I don't think he was handed the job. Uh, when he got to Georgia Tech, but he, I believe he started or played a decent amount right. as a freshman, so he's he's has the experience as a starter as well. But he's there, I don't Adrian know. Martinez. Yeah, I don't know if he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's come off the bench all that much for Georgia Tech, so it's going to be a really interesting battle when Casey Thompson comes back from his injury, um, and we just have to wait and see. But I. Again, I don't know exactly what type of offense they're going to run. They want to, you know, do the fullback, the tight ends, the pro style, the huddles. And I think if you have the blocking Casey Thompson has shown with his arm talent, with his accuracy, that I think he would thrive in that kind of offense. Now, if your offensive line is still a bit of a struggle and you need to move around a bit, Casey has shown that he can do that. But if you're looking at a guy who is more athletic and and faster and can probably make more plays with his feet, I mean, that's going to be Jeff Sims. He's also shown that he has incredible arm talent in terms of strength accuracy has been a concern for him as long as he's been in college yeah um and i know that he you know part of the idea of coming here is maybe to lessen um the uh, you know the reliability on his on his legs so they mm-hmm. they kind of develop him a little bit more as a quarterback but you know that is just something that you either you kind of you have or you don't you can't teach speed um you can't teach that sort of athleticism and even if you listen to Kirby Smart he said you know moving on to their quarterbacks which again both those guys were on the list he said you know, because they just came out of, it seems like a long time ago now, but JT Daniels, this was like four schools ago for JT Daniels, yeah. but when he was with Georgia, uh, he actually got the start over Stetson Bennett. Now Kirby Smart's saying, you know, having learned from that is that he, he mobility is going to play a bigger factor in his quarterback choice moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe that's the case for, for Matt Rule and their staff too, as they kind of set things uh, set their flag down in Nebraska's. Maybe they just want a mobile quarterback, and so Casey Thompson. Nothing against him and his arm talent, but maybe just not the mobility they're looking for. Or maybe all this is just people in Vegas knowing that Nebraska fans like to bet on Nebraska. So hey, throw a Nebraska guy in hey, there. Let's put the guy that transferred in. <laughs> uh, we'll just see we'll what get happens. some bets. We know we yeah. can get some bets. No, don't put don't put the guy that started last year. No, he's he's hurt, and we don't even know if he's gonna put put, put this guy. I'm sure they'll put a couple dollars down on. Him. Yeah. And they're not wrong. We probably will. So uh, It'll be work. interesting. <laughs> Again, if Nebraska wants to have a successful season, their quarterback is going to have to have a successful season. Uh, so it's it it would be extremely surprising if he is a Heisman finalist. But if he's getting Heisman buzz, I don't know, early in the season, sure, why not? Not, not Wouldn't be crazy if Nebraska is being successful. 
Beating Colorado, beating Minnesota. Well, the other way around. Beating Minnesota, beating Colorado. Jeff Sims, a lock for the He's going to have to put up numbers. Yeah. Especially against this Colorado team that's getting transfers in left and right. He's going to have to put up numbers in the spring game to win the job. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that as well. Well, in case he's not going to play in the spring game. So. Well, yeah, but still. He's already Jeff got Sims the job locked up. He's a starter in the spring oh, game yeah. at least. Well, in the spring game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, plenty to talk about. We want to get Rico's thoughts on Husker basketball, also NFL playoffs starting, and the NFL players voted for their All-Pro picks. I like that. That's interesting. We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 